FM Today, a podcast about family medicine in the Old North State. I'm your host, Greg Griggs. This month, we'll be discussing the role of the Advanced Medical Home Program as North Carolina Medicaid transitions to managed care. Then we'll provide a few quick updates from the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians. Joining me today are Carol Stanley, Medicaid Transformation Manager for the North Carolina AHEC Practice Support Team, and Nicole Kennedy, Practice Support Coordinator and Quality Improvement Coach for the Southeastern AHEC in Wilmington. North Carolina AHEC has partnered with the North Carolina Department of Health and Human Services to help transition primary care practices to Medicaid managed care, particularly around the Advanced Medical Home Program. First of all, Carol, can you tell me about the goals of AHEC's work around the Advanced Medical Home Program? Sure. Thanks, Greg. And first, thanks for having us. We really appreciate the ongoing partnership with the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians. I want to let listeners know that they can view the AHEC website by going to www.ncahec.net. So you asked about the goals of AHEC for AMH, Advanced Medical Home, and three key words come to mind. They are support, facilitate, and accelerate. We want to help practices adopt AMH standards set forth by North Carolina Medicaid. Specifically, we help practices in meeting AMH Tier 2 standards, which if you have been working with CCNC, you would qualify as a Tier 2 already. So that is pretty straightforward. There's also a Tier 3 level AMH where the practice takes on more care management responsibilities or delegates it to a clinically integrated network or CIN. So specifically, AHEC supports practices in meeting advanced medical home tier two and three standards by providing education and one-on-one coaching. Either way, the AMH model itself is designed to enable practices to provide patient-centered and well-coordinated care. So, so Nicole, can you talk a little bit about how this translates uh, from theory to boots on the ground, you know, helping practices transform to improve their quality and lower cost and become really better medical homes for their patients? Sure, I'd love to. Um, So, AHEC offers really one-on-one personalized coaching support at no cost to the practice. Your regional AHEC practice support coach is available to walk through this incredible tool that was developed here at AHEC um, with your team to help strategize a plan for transforming your practice from really a tier two to a tier three advanced medical home. Assisting and developing new and improved workflows is um, part of our specialty as a coach. Um, or perhaps we just offer general suggestions for improvement strategies as you begin this transition. I know one of the great uh, tools you've developed is that uh, AMH tier support tool. Let's break that down a bit and talk about what practices should be doing now and over the next. Sure. So earlier I mentioned our website, www.ncahec.net. This is where you can find the Advanced Medical Home or AMH tier support tool. It's in the AMH section. 
before jumping into the tier support tool first and foremost, be sure your practice accepts Medicaid patients. If you do not currently accept Medicaid patients, enrollment is your first step. And Greg, just yesterday I Googled, I want to be a Medicaid provider in North Carolina, and NC Tracks came up first. So that's your starting point to become a Medicaid provider. And to check if your information is current within North Carolina Tracks. Um, second, be sure you contract with at least one Medicaid health plan, preferably prior to April 12th, and know your current AMH tier level. Once you've completed the basics, we recommend that you conduct a self-assessment using the AMH tier support tool. I'm now going to hand it over to Nicole, who is a pre- who you heard from earlier, a practice support coach from the Southeast Area AHEC. Yeah, so thanks, Carol. Um, just as Carol said, start with NC Tracks. If you are already a currently enrolled Medicaid provider, check in there. Um, you're going to have a section in your NC Tracks portal that will indicate what your current tier status is. Um, and if you need help with that, your coach can certainly do that with you. So moving on to the tier support tool, it really is designed to be very systematic in, in its approach. So you start out with the very first page of the tool, is, which is the cover letter section. And it's the ideal place to begin because you're going to list all of your practice, basic practice information, such as your Medicaid um, number of beneficiaries that are attributed to your practice and um, which PHPs you've decided to contract with. As you work through the tool, the next few pages that you're going to come to are the front admin gap and the clinical admin gap. And these two pages are really designed to do just as suggested, identify any gaps. Um, So any areas that you may need to um, expand upon or develop additional workflows or perhaps even decide to work with a clinically integrated network. Um, that's something that your coach can talk through with you as well. Um, each section is really intended to build upon the next. And as you move through the tool, you can go into the tier support tool dashboard, which is going to be your view at a glance to indicate preparedness. So it, there's these little tabs that are really great that indicate green for go letting you know that your practice is on on track and ready to go for AMH Tier 3. It also has this wonderful section for a project plan, and that's really the area that you can customize to your individual practice's needs and set goals for yourself along with due dates and assign role responsibilities there. The last page of the tool covers the quality metrics that you're going to be measured on for the Advanced Medical Home Program. Can one of you give a really quick uh, overview of the difference between being Tier 2 and Tier 3 as these practices move forward? So really one of the biggest differences for um, Tier 2 and Tier 3 that stands out to me is the the care management services piece. So a tier two advanced medical home is really going to be assigning the role of care management over to the various PHPs with whom they're contracted. Whereas an advanced medical home tier three 
is assuming that responsibility of care management services within their practice. So whether they're partnering with a clinically integrated network to meet that requirement, or they're taking on that responsibility within their own practice, that's really gonna be your biggest difference between the tiers um, two and tier three. Thanks, that's a great explanation of the, those differences. And, and I know there are gonna be some incentives for practice who are moving to tier three really prior to go live. Can you talk a little bit about those incentive, incentives and what a practice must do to receive them? Yeah, so this is certainly a great opportunity for a practice to be rewarded for managed care readiness. The practice is eligible for the financial incentive, which is $8.51 per member per month, so long as they complete the following. First, a test with the department as a Tier 3 AMH within NC Tracks. Second, complete contracting at a tier three level with at least two health plans and third undergo successful data exchange testing um, which would include completing necessary technology work to ingest required data interfaces per the state technical specs complete at least one full round of testing with at least two health plans for all required AMH interfaces and complete defect resolution from the full round of testing and be on target to complete additional testing as needed. The payments will be based on the same attributed patient population as the Carolina Access payments, but the $8.51 per member per month is above and beyond that amount. That's a real incentive for practices to move forward uh, more quickly. That's that's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, tell me a little more about the data exchange that's going to be needed. What type of data is the practice going to have to exchange with the plans You know, as part of this process? Yeah, Greg, that's a great question. The required data exchanges for testing are beneficiary assignment interface, pharmacy lock-in file, medical professional claims interface, includes separate header and line interfaces, medical institutional claims interface, which includes separate header and line interfaces, pharmacy claims interface, and dental claims interface. And there's going to be um, a webinar that you'll be able to access the recording at a later date, if you'd like, that's going to cover that in a little bit more detail. So the Advanced Medical Home Webinar Series that is available um, through North Carolina AHEC website as well, you'll be able to access just a little bit more detail and information on those interfaces. So let's, let's review just a little bit and say, first of all, where should a primary care practice look for this information uh, when they're starting? Or if, you know, if they haven't started, what's the best resource for the information? Where should they look? So first of all, I think you can find information um, by reviewing past and upcoming webinars. Um, just be registered for the upcoming webinars. Take some time and review the previously recorded ones. And I've mentioned before our website where you can find these, which is www.ncahec.net. And the practice support AMH tab also um, includes, again, registration for webinars. There you can find our tier support tool for download. You can also request assistance from an AHEC coach through our website. 
So if you're impressed with Nicole, then and you would like to work with an AHEC coach, please contact us. Just go to our website and you'll be able to uh, request that. Also, we recommend going to North Carolina Medicaid webpage on the section that they have for advanced medical homes. So, so for both of y'all, as we close our conversation today, what's the most important thing that primary care practices should know as they prepare, prepare for advanced medical home status and Medicaid managed care? So in I would say in preparing for both of these, the first first and foremost, you want to go to NC Tracks and make sure the information in there is accurate. That's going to be the source of truth for the provider directory that um, Medicaid enrollees will be using to sele- select their primary care provider or AMH um, medical home. Yeah, and I would also encourage you um, to make sure that you're reaching out to your Medicaid-enrolled patient population that have not recently been seen by your practice. And really work to schedule those folks in for any overdue visits, such as their well-child exams or any missed immunizations. That's great advice. I really appreciate both of y'all talking to uh, us a little bit about the Advanced Medical Home Program as North Carolina Medicaid moves to managed care. That's been Carol Stanley, Medicaid Transformation Manager for the North Carolina AHEC Practice Support Team, and Nicole Kennedy, Practice Support Coordinator and Quality Improvement Coach for Southeastern AHEC. Thanks to both of you for joining us to help family physicians and other primary care physicians in North Carolina learn a bit more about the medical home process. Now for a few more updates from the North Carolina Academy of Family Physicians about Medicaid transformation, especially some key dates and steps you should be taking to prepare for this July 1st transition. First and foremost, please let your patients who are Medicaid recipients know to select a plan and select you as their primary care physician so you can keep your current patients. And if you have not contracted with health plans, it's important to do so now. Another step you should take is checking the enrollment broker website to make sure your practice is listed correctly and listed with the correct plans. You can find that website at ncmedicaidplans.gov. That's www.ncmedicaidplans.gov. Open enrollment for Medicaid beneficiaries begins on March 15th. At that point, Medicaid recipients can enroll in one of the five health plans that will be offering coverage to Medicaid recipients moving forward. If you have not already contracted with health plans, please make sure you do so as soon as possible. To be included in auto enrollment on May 15th, you must have been contracted as of April 12th. Medicaid recipients that have not selected a plan will be automatically assigned a plan beginning May 15th. If they have a primary care physician and you are contracted with health plans, that will be considered as part of the auto-enrollment process. Once the recipient is auto-enrolled, they will be assigned a primary care practice. Again, the Medicaid recipient's previous medical home will be considered as long as you are contracted with health plans. Finally, managed care will go live on July 1st. 
For more information about managed care and all the nuances, you can find links to key materials on the practice resources page of the NCAFP website. That website is www.ncafp.com. Thanks again for joining us for the February edition of NCFM Today. Please make sure you subscribe to our podcast at the Apple or Google stores on Spotify, or you can find our podcast on our website at ncfp.com. Thanks again for listening and stay on the lookout for the next edition of NC Family Medicine Today. Today.